guys, and welcome back to another episode of We Believed You, a paranormal podcast. I'm Eric. Wait. Oh, and I'm Michelle, I guess. <laughs> Already on <laughs> Well, then who am I? <laughs> Bigfoot. I'm oh, Bigfoot today. Okay. Uh, I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And that's Eric. Yeah. Hopefully you guys know that by now. Uh, yeah, so... So today we have on, well, okay, so if la- last week, we're, we're coming back from a week off. Uh, if you missed our episode last week, if you saw on social media, we were actually on our today's guest's podcast last week. So that I want to introduce you guys to Ed Sullivan. Ed? Hey. Of the of the Ed Sullivan Experience. Yes, not the That's Ed right. Sullivan Show, the Ed no. Sullivan Experience. Because <laughs> that guy's dead. Yes, of course. Well, uh, that'd be kind of interesting. Maybe if we had him on the podcast. That would be real interesting. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having um, me on, guys. Yeah, of course. Thanks, thanks for being on. Uh, we had a really good time. If you guys didn't listen to that episode last week, definitely go check it out. Um, some of you might have heard some of those stories already, but if you haven't, uh, go check it out. I mean, it was it was a good time for us. It was different mm-hmm. for us because we're used to the we're we're used to being the ones doing the doing the questions and, and asking and listening stories. to the people. So it was different being asked the questions and, and sharing our stories. Yeah. That's so. how I feel tonight. So, but I did <laughs> yeah. wear my believe shirt because of yes. your show tonight. So awesome. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. believe. So Michelle, so you answered our question. Wonder, wonder twin powers. Activate. Oh yes. Here we go. Let's oh, do that's this. Right. Yeah. That's right. So, we called you the wonder twins last yes. week. So yeah, guys, if you don't understand the reference, go listen to the episode. Or watch because it's yes, a video. It, yes, on YouTube, Ed Sullivan Experience. Go check it out. And you can He's, download it on audio as well. So. Yes, anywhere you can listen to our podcast, then you can, you can find his as well. Yeah. So. All right, so Michelle, I'm sorry, I blew your question by answering uh, it already. No, no. that's like oh, okay. our, I guess, title question. Yeah. Like we believe, do you? And you clearly believe. I, I do so, believe. Yes. It says it on my shirt. It says <laughs> yeah. it on my. We believe bracelets here that I, nice. that I have for my show. So, yeah, I definitely believe. Um, I don't really have any ghost stories, paranormal stories, or I had this one incident when I was a kid, and I'll, I'll tell you about that. But um, for the most part, I just grew up wanting to know these different things. My my first encounter was was Bigfoot. Okay, so as a little mm-hmm. kid, um, I saw I. I didn't like reading, but I had to go find a book in the library. And back in the days when I was a kid, they had like three channels on the TV and, you know, anything you needed to find out. There was no internet. There was nothing. You had to go to the library and actually get a book. Well, I saw this book on Bigfoot and it was the book on the 1967 Patterson-Gimlin film. Oh, yeah. The famous film of Bigfoot walking and turning his head and and I was intrigued by that. So, I mean, I read that book from beginning to end. So it was like the first book I was like, okay, good. It's something I like, but I grew up always believing that there was only one Bigfoot and that was it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until mm-hmm. I got older when I started realizing, holy shit, there's like a ton of Bigfoots and they're everywhere. Yeah. Well, from Bigfoots, I started advancing my um, research and looking into UFOs and aliens. Um, I just got fascinated with it. So Long story short, you know, I get married, kids, and everything. So life takes a hold of you. You have to work for a living, and you don't have the time to really start looking into all the things like, you know, researching UFOs and aliens. Plus, you know, 
my wife's like, you're not bringing a UFO or an alien to the house, so just forget <laughs> about it. No Bigfoot's yeah. nothing. So, but now I'm at the point in my life where I can start doing that. So I st- it started my yeah. podcast, The Ed Sullivan Experience, and I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? I'd like to talk, and I love to talk to people. Um, so what am I going to do? So I brought my best friend on that I knew f- from elementary school, and he's very political guy. So we did a couple of political shows. And I got a bunch of messages from friends and stuff going, okay, that was boring. Oh, no. Don't do that anymore. <laughs> I said, oh, okay, okay. So I started thinking, what am I going to do? And um, then um, I thought, well, I love Bigfoot. There's the cat. There's the no, cat. There's Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> we told you it never fails. It's like she knows. Cat. Amazingly, oh. when we recorded – earlier oh, this morning yeah, yeah she didn't nothing. she didn't that's true meow at all so she was waiting on me goodness. Yeah. yeah yeah probably so. <laughs> she wanted to say hi to ed yeah exactly <laughs> so um so i decided i was going to just do my podcast on all the things that i want to know the answers to and the mm. stuff that i believe in which is bigfoot ufos aliens the loch ness monster um the paranormal things like that the paranormal for me was um was still a sketchy one and i know that's one of you guys's big ones and we talked a lot about that um mm-hmm. last week and you opened my eyes up to a lot of things my wife really loves the paranormal stuff my daughter-in-law loves the paranormal stuff but i was always a skeptic and said eh, i'm not sure i really need to see it but then the more i thought about mm-hmm. it i'm like well do i really because i've never really seen a bigfoot i've never seen a ufo i've yeah. never seen an alien so i said i have to believe but then I started getting the um, thoughts of what if they're in- intertwined? And then when we talked last week and Michelle was talking about the sw- spider web situation of, well, everything could be interconnected. I was like, okay, now I yeah. really believe in all that. So. <laughs> yeah. So that's my, that's be a little bit in a nutshell. Yeah. No, I mean, and I feel like it's, it's very similar to, to how we kind of started, or at least myself, like you said, you know, element or uh, school library, yeah. elementary kind of library, looking at Bigfoot. That's essentially what I did, but with ghosts and aliens. I feel like more so ghosts before I jumped into aliens, but right. um, and then yeah, same same kind of story. Of, like we wanted to start a podcast. This is a topic we enjoy, so yeah, I feel like very similar for sure. But so then I'm going to ask my question that I ask all our guests is. Okay. Um, what was your very first paranormal experience that you can remember? So, like I said, I haven't had um, really any paranormal experiences, but this one might be considered one because I was a little kid. My wife, she told me, you're crazy. This doesn't happen. <laughs> but um, I had this little statue. It was like, like a precious moment statue that my parents oh, yeah. gave me of a little boy. <laughs> he was praying, kneeling mm-hmm. and praying, and it was on my dresser. And I remember one night waking up. I heard something and I wake up and I sit up in bed and look and this thing is standing up. No. Standing up. I swear. And and to this day, I still think about it. I get chills thinking about it. He's standing up and I don't know where he got the bow and arrows from. Wow. What? But he's shooting these things at me and I get out of bed. None of them are hitting me. I'm not feeling any pain or anything, but I get out of bed and I walk up to it and I get from here probably to my microphone stand. And then all of a sudden it just disappears and it's back to sitting there praying. And I was like, for years as a kid, I would look at this thing and I kept it there in the same spot. And I wake up in the middle of the night going, do it again, do it again. I want, I so believe that thing was real. 
don't know what it was, what happened. I have no idea. Can't explain it. Uh, my wife said that ghosts and stuff don't inhabit inanimate objects, but we discussed this last <laughs> week and uh, we were talking about Chucky and your Barbie doll. Yeah. yeah. And so mm, she might be wrong there. Right. So. Well, that, it's, it's, I mean, like I, I can under, understand like a doll because they have like pliable arms, but like for a statue, to, ugh, I don't know. That just creeps me out. So, <laughs> so much more than a doll for some reason. What was weird was I wasn't afraid of it. Hmm. Um, I just can't explain it. It was just, it was, it's the only, I want to say weird thing. Weird thing, yeah. Yeah, like that that's ever happened in my life that I, I couldn't explain. I couldn't, I couldn't get it to do it again. It's never happened again. Um, but to this day, I can picture it. And I must have been four. Mm. And I can picture this thing to the T right now. Exactly. What color shirt? It had a white shirt, brown pants. I mean, and it stood up. This thing stood straight up and just started pulling arrows out and shooting them. That's so And I don't odd. know why. Yeah. It's just really weird. It's it's like one thing to just like stand up and move around. But I wonder like what the significance of like bow and arrows were. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, it's, I don't know. Like I said, odd. I wasn't feeling anything. It wasn't hitting me. <clears throat> it wasn't, it wasn't touching me anything. And then to get this close yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. And then it and just kind of right back to where it was, you know. I, and was it was it like you like you blinked and it was back to where it was, or like you looked away and it was back, or it just like no, slowly I like melt back down? Oh, okay. Blinked and there was, I mean, it seemed like as soon as I reached out because I was reaching out because I was mm. like, "Come here." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I did that, it was like whew, right back to praying. I picked it up and shook it and looked at it and nothing. And it's never happened again. Smashed it. I was gonna no. say I didn't <laughs> smash it though. And to be honest with you, I to this day I don't even know what happened to it. Huh. Well, you probably took off so, into the forest. I know, right? <laughs> Seriously. <left. laughs> yeah. It's like, so, ugh, it also sounds like so you know those movies like um more like Toy Story or uh, those no movies where they're all like frozen in place and then like once the people look away, that's when they come to life and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, but that's so creepy. It was no. weird. I mean, yeah, just really, yeah, really weird. But yeah, that's I the mean, weirdest thing, weirdest thing that's probably ever happened to me. Now I know I do know um things that have happened to other people. I had a stepfather who um we lived in Virginia at the time and he was um, driving to work and his work was like 20, 30 minutes away. And he, to this day, he can't explain it, but um, it was four hours later and he found himself in Rhode Island. Mm, Has no memory of how he got there. Doesn't remember driving to Rhode Island from Virginia to Rhode Island. That's a pretty big jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I've it's... definitely had those episodes of when you're driving and then you just kind of go on autopilot and then you, you know, like, you get oh, to I'm your destination. Already. Yeah. Or like you get hours? like further down. Yeah. It, well, that's what I was going to say is like, but it's never been more than like maybe a few blocks or, you know, a couple of minutes, but four hours seems like, holy crap, yeah. like what four, happened, you know? Four hours. But uh, the thing is, you couldn't drive, I don't think, from Virginia to Rhode Island. In four hours, either. Mm, Interesting. Rhode Island is all the way up in New England. Uh, Right. Virginia is like in the middle of the state. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know what the time frame is, but yeah, couldn't explain that. So, it's like he literally got picked up and then like dropped off in the wrong spot. And that's what I believe. I believe it was aliens. Had to be. 
had to be. Well, yeah. I'm still wishing I mean, for a way to teleport at some point because that would make <laughs> stuff so much easier. Stonehenge. There you go. If I can get, if I can go to Stonehenge, touch the stones, and get some powers to teleport, I <laughs> I will save up money I would to jump buy right the in the ticket. middle yes. of that thing, right yeah. in the middle, because yeah. that's I, I think I, part of my belief is I believe that is a portal. Mm-hmm. So, or it was a portal or a black hole at one time. Yeah, that's. I mean, um, again, our, our previous guest Wajid actually brought up Stonehenge that he had an experience where he felt very drawn to a certain place, and he was like, "I don't know where I'm supposed to go, but I have to, I have to be there." And like, he just opened up a map and like pointed, and he's like, "Okay, there." At and, a specific and time. At a specific time, yeah, it was like midnight. Or midnight, like I think so. Yeah. yeah, and that he uh, he ended up going, and it was Stonehenge, and he was like sitting on, you know. Not not on one of the rocks, obviously, because like you, you can't. But I guess in in that area, right. and he witnessed two two UFOs, right? Mm-hmm. Not just one. Um, but he was saying like it wasn't. I guess because he's also witnessed them like in a like interdimensional plane. But he's like this was like in our physical plane. Like it was physical. It wasn't like an interdimensional. Like it was actually there. Yeah. Right. And it it like. Um, they like shown like a, a light on him and stuff and like so yeah he he had an experience of his own Stonehenge but um yeah Stonehenge just has like a lot of weird mystery yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's it, like the Bermuda it. Triangle and, and and those kind of places um which mm-hmm. that's another thing that fascinated me as a kid it was, was the Bermuda Triangle anytime <laughs> I ever sorry yeah, yeah. it's because yeah. anytime I ever heard about like the Bermuda Triangle in Unsolved Mysteries or yeah. any kind of like story like that I was so terrified I was like oh my god I hope I'm never on a boat in the Bermuda Triangle or flying or through it plane, like yeah. when when that would happen to me I have no idea but as a kid that was like one of my biggest fears was going through the For Bermuda sure. Triangle and being lost forever yeah see and, and as a kid I, I I can't swim not a stroke uh-huh. but uh, I always wanted to go out there, you know, and now I'm thinking you're stupid. Yeah. You don't swim. First of all, and you're going to go out to the Bermuda triangle where God knows what could happen to you out there. So yeah, yeah. that I don't yeah. have to worry about doing now. So yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but there was just, like I said, one of my fears as a kid was getting lost in the Bermuda triangle. And, and was, I, feel, uh-huh. I was just going to say, I feel like it's the thought of like, you, you just don't exist anymore. Like that's yeah. it. Like you're gone. You disappear. No one knows what happened to you. And like, that's it. There's no, they never find you or nobody knows what happened. Right. Mm-hmm. And there was so many stories, but you don't hear anything about it now. Yeah. I haven't yeah. heard yeah. anything about the Bermuda Triangle in years. Mm-hmm. But back when I was a kid, man, you heard all kinds of stories. Amelia Earhart sure. disappeared yes. there. Yeah. Squadrons of jets and stuff disappeared. I mean, I don't know if it's because, you know the technology now that they have to you know guide you through like you know gps and stuff like gps's and stuff like that are just those navigation systems i don't know if it's because they're more advanced more sophisticated than back then if, well, if that has anything around to them. do it or that you know yeah. just to avoid it all at yeah. all costs like, don't even go near the Bermuda triangle yeah. just go around it gps will no. take you you know the alternate route mm-hmm. yeah so i mean but yeah i mean i've I've thought about that as well. Like there's things that we used to talk about, like, or we used to hear about when we were younger and stuff like that, that you really don't hear about all too much anymore, you know? So, Mm -hmm. right. 
So other than than Bigfoot, like what I guess what order did you start kind of like getting interested in things and what brought you or what interested you in those topics? Like So Big Bigfoot was the first one. Um but then UFOs and aliens, um they're my true I want to say passion. That's the um, the order. I think it went into paranormal. Um, like I said, that's something new for me. Um, we went on a ghost hunt and, and did that and stuff. And I'd like, you know, there's a few more. Uh, one of my guests told me the other day I should go to this place called uh, Bushy Mountain, which is supposed to be really haunted. So I'm thinking about actually doing a show from there. So uh, that would be interesting. Um, to see, but, uh, UFOs and aliens are probably the biggest one. Um, there's a book called the Gulf breeze sightings, um, by Ed Walters. And Hmm. so, um, this was, he had, um, witnessed a UFO behind the pine trees in his backyard. And he took so many pictures of this thing. I mean, his book was amazing. If you if you get the book, there's all kinds of pictures, real pictures. I mean, better detailed than what I've I've seen. Um, and back then, this was like in 1987, I think it was. So the you, the technology to really um, alter images wasn't there yet. I mean, this was 87. He actually took these with a 35 millimeter camera. You know, it wasn't um, a camera that was digital camera like we have on our cell phones and stuff now, which amazes me now that we can't get a clear picture of anything <laughs> Seriously, with with the technology that we have today. You know, I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? Every UFO sighting is a blur. Every Bigfoot sighting is a blur. You know, I got trail cam. Um, I live on 18 acres and we have a woods and a farm and stuff, but um, yeah, we have trail cams on our woods where we could see coyotes and foxes and deer and stuff. You know, my son set all those up for hunting and stuff and we could see clear images of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my thought is, okay, Bigfoot, why are we not setting these <laughs> things out or UFOs or aliens where they've come in? Why are we not setting trail cams out everywhere where yeah. we can just yeah. start capturing images? So, well, I, I will say just like real quick with that is like it, it's so because I'm on Reddit a lot and people were like, oh, look, I caught this image of what whether it's, you know, UFO or goat, paranormal, ghost, Bigfoot kind of thing. And everybody always is like, it's fake. It's fake. It's fake. So it's like even if someone was presented with like an actual picture, I feel like there's a 90 percent chance people are just going to be like, it's fake. So whatever. And, and dismiss it. Yeah. And that's the hardest part about um, doing shows like yours and mine is getting the guests on there that will share their stories because they're so worried they're going to get ridiculed or somebody's going to try and discredit them. Um, and, and that's what, one of the things I loved about your show is it's exactly like mine where we're not here to judge people. You know, we're not, I'm not making the decision that what the stories that you told me on my show, whether they're fact or not, or, I'm not trying to disprove anything. I want to just hear your stories. That's the thing. Get the stories out. I think the more people that tell their stories, the better chance we have of actually seeing something or, or getting to the truth of something. The problem today, though, is we have a lot of people that are trying to make money off this. Yeah. Extreme money. I'm. Do I want to make money doing my show? Yes. Okay. Because I don't want to work my regular job. I want to do this full time. 
But do I want to exploit UFOs to where I'm faking stuff and telling lies and stories to sell books or sell merchandise or get people to come on? No, that's not what Mm -hmm. I'm doing this for. I'm doing this because I believe in all this and I have questions. I want answers to, I want to hear the stories. I want to validate what I've been thinking for years. So Mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's, that's why I do what I do. And from talking to you guys last week, I'm like, yeah, you you two are are like-minded people, the same thing. You're not looking, I mean, you look like you're doing it from your closet. So it's not like you're making (laughs) it. I have a backdrop behind me. This is my bedroom. So, I mean, this is what we're doing, but we're doing it because we're looking for the answers and and to get people to share their stories. Mm, Yeah. I definitely agree with that sentiment as far as, you know, it just, it's it's a, like you mentioned on your podcast and we've mentioned before, it's a safe, safe space for people to come on here and just share. And like you said, not feel judged or anything. We, we also feel the same way as far as we don't, we don't make money doing this. Uh, we, uh, it's a passion project, right? You know, yep. if, if at some point we get to the point where we can make money, that would be amazing. Like you said, <clears throat> I love my job, but I mean, this is, this is fun compared to what I do. Like, I, again, I love my job, but this is actually enjoyable, you know, like as far as I don't have to be able to deal with people dying or sick people or sick kids, you know, it it hurts seeing people in those situations. So if you could do something where you're just like, all right, well, let's do this. And, you know, just, sorry, get on here and talk to people who are, who think the same way or feel the same way about certain topics. Like, you know, it just, it feels good. You know what I mean? So that's right. what we want for other people to just come on here, enjoy yourself, you know, tell us your stories. We'll listen. Um, and, uh, and like you said, we, we, we got that vibe from you when we were on there with you last week. So it was nice. And again, it felt weird because it was weird being on the other <laughs> side of it, but, exactly. um, but it felt good. It felt, com- we felt comfortable. We didn't, you know, feel and and again, you you did mention at the beginning you were you were more skeptical of of you know like the ghost aspect or the spirit aspect of everything, and that was a majority of our stories. And you didn't judge us for whatever we told you. And again, that feels good because I mean, it recently happened to me where where um you know somebody brought up not uh you know that they just when you talk to people who don't think the same way as you do or, or don't have the same I, I don't want to say beliefs but they don't believe in the same stuff right you know you can tend to feel kind of like all right well i'm going to stop talking because i don't feel comfortable <laughs> anymore, you know yep yeah. yeah and that and that to me um is exactly what i want people to feel as comfortable when i'm talking to this even myself like coming on here it's like i told you at the beginning i'm like yeah this is kind of weird because i don't really have any stories um but I do have a passion for all this and this is what I want to talk about. Um, but I want people to come on the show. There's that cat again. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I want people to, I want people to come on shows like mine and yours and tell their stories. And hopefully there's people that have been really affected almost to a, a PTSD yeah. um, situation with the experiences they've had. And I think sharing those stories are, could help somebody. Um, especially if they know they have a safe place to go and they're not going to be ridiculed for going on a show and here and there, because if somebody criticizes and everybody, don't get me wrong, everybody's entitled to their own opinions by no means. Mm-hmm. 
But um, if you're going to go on my YouTube page and start criticizing people, I'm going to remove your post. That's just how it is. Yeah. You know, and I tell all my guests that because I'm not here to judge. It's not my, not my place to judge. You know, it's, I, I just want to hear your stories. That's all. Share your stories. Just like the stories I'm sharing. Um, I had my first guest for doing um, my podcast for UFOs and aliens. She was fantastic. Her, her name was star Jones and it, no, it wasn't the star Jones. It was like, wow. I was yeah. like, wow. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, she was um, a person that worked with, worked with me. I had put out on Facebook that I was doing a show like this. And he's like, Hey, you need to talk to my mom. And so I started conversation conversation with her messaging her and stuff and talking to her and she had stories not just ufo stories alien stories she had paranormal stories so i'm like she's this is a great guest for my first show and i had her on three times you know and she did she had some wonderful stories that that made you go oh crap wow that really happened so i mean it was amazing um stories that she had about ufo encounter where where she, as a little kid, saw a UFO actually come to her, um, an alien. She didn't see it, but she could hear it, talk to her, and told her, you shouldn't be here. And she was like, oh. And she went in, running in, and told her grandmother. And her grandmother's like, yeah, I've seen them too. You know? Oh, so, it's like a generational I mean, thing. Yeah, exactly. So you're like, whoa. You know, I mean, my hair stands yeah. up when I start talking about that stuff because it's mm-hmm. like okay i believe so much i why can't a ufo stop at my house yeah. i know my wife said no but i still want to come <laughs> out here <laughs> i want to see yeah. it because I, Go ahead, i'm not I'm really sorry. sure we have no i was gonna say I, i'm just i was just gonna say we i don't think we we really have a choice in these things sometimes i think things just if they decide that hey i want to pop up it's gonna happen unfortunately yeah, I agree, but I think we can also create those, and I've been doing a lot of research on this, and this is one of the things I'm looking into now. is called CE5. Yes, yeah, so I was about okay. to ask you about that, yeah. So close encounters of the first kind, second kind, third kind. Okay, well, everybody knows um, close encounters of the third kind if you saw the movie. You know, it's where the aliens come in. The fourth kind is where they've actually made contact with you. The fifth kind is actually where you're making contact with them. So Dr. Stephen Greer, um, I don't know if you know who he is. He's, he's done the, the show uh, Unacknowledged. Um, he's, he was an ER physician. I mean, he's an actual doctor. And he's done all these shows of trying to get all the information about UFOs, aliens from the government, get everything out. You know, we know that they're out there. We know that the technology, the government has, everything else. And that, that's a whole four-hour show that we could talk about but recently um he just did a show called ce5 and i watched it and my skepticism you know every once in a while i'll look at these things and i'll go okay is this guy just trying to make a buck off everybody okay um i want to believe in what these people are saying but then i have to look at the the cult aspect of it Okay, which really makes me look at that. The um, I can't remember their name now. I'm sorry, but there was that group that believed that UFOs were coming to take oh, them, and they yeah. created their own little, and then they did a mass they did suicide. The yeah, that's where it comes a, from. Yeah, yeah, 
they did a mass suicide and they thought they were all going to be transported into the spaceship. And, you know, that stuff makes me nervous when I see people like Dr. Greer doing the CE5 thing. So to just talk a little bit about that was CE5 is actually doing meditation with a group of people. You go into a field or somewhere. Um, so it's like-minded people, meditation, everybody's sitting in a circle, you can bring your cameras, everything else out there. <coughs> Excuse me. And you do this meditation to where you're going to transcend your mind to outer space or to aliens or I'm not really sure how it works because I haven't done it yet, but I plan on trying it. And in this movie he's done, he shows proof that um, aliens come when you call them. Basically, when you're talking to them, they come, they show up and little white orbs or whatever spaceships, whatever they are, will be in the sky. The most fascinating part of this story that I on this movie that I watched was there was a, an older gentleman there. He was deaf. Couldn't hear nothing at all. He um, was doing this with a group of people. They had cameras set up everywhere around them. And behind him was this light figure, almost like a ghost. Um, it wasn't an orb. It was actually a figure. And it was right behind the guy. And he could see it, he said. And he said, I know you guys have the technology. Can you help me? Can you do me one favor? Help me get my hearing back. Well, they never spoke to him. They never said anything. The camera picked these people up, this being up that was right next to him. And then um, he went to bed, woke up the next day, and he could hear. Mm. That's crazy. And, and that's I, that's not the first time that I've heard of, you know, extraterrestrials healing people or, or helping people in that way. And like it always... I mean, actually, Craig, Craig talked about that he, uh, one of our former guests that he knows in his stomach, right? Yeah. Um, like he, the, the doctor had found like a, a tumor in his stomach and they hadn't figured out whether it was cancerous or not yet. Um, and then he, but he's had visits for like ever. Um, so like, that's just like an ongoing thing, but yeah, that he had a visit that he felt like he was, um, you know, abducted or, and they put if I'm not mistaken, like something down his throat and then they took something out and it was like black and disgusting and gross. And then, um, went to the doctor, you know, after that experience and it was like perfectly fine. Like tumor wasn't there. And, and he was, was he asleep when he, I think when he got taken, I believe so. And now, but when they did the procedure stuff, I mean, did he feel it? Did he know that because that's my yeah, worst fear because you hear about alien abductions and i have a little story on that in a few yeah. minutes i'll talk about too if you don't mind but mm -hmm, you, you hear about alien abductions abductions and you you hear how the torture and the you know the the people that were abducted were being experimented on or you know um i don't want to say dissected because they came back alive but they were things were being happened to them and they were in a paralyzed state, but they were still conscious and they could feel and see everything that was going on. Mm -hmm. That is my worst fear. Yeah. I I believe that he, 
Well, no, because he had he had this like horrible stomach pains and stuff like that. But that was like real life. I know that he's conscious for, for some, some of it. Yeah, yeah of it. because he and he's talked about it where it's um and 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 it's not only him. Like I've heard other people talk about like their experiences where it's like it was horrible or or scary, but it, it's more so of like they don't know what's going on, like. This none of this should be happening right now. So that's where that fear is coming from. And sometimes like, you know, whoever is studying them or working on them tries to like ease that, you know, discomfort. But I guess that other times they're very cold in the way that they do things. So it comes off as like robotic and like, yeah, cold and mean. So it seems menacing and horrible, but they're just like, I'm just trying to do this procedure and like whatever. Fuck your emotions. <laughs> I don't care right. if you're scared. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's. And I'm like, fine I, with I, that as long as it doesn't hurt. Yeah. yeah you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, once I don't want to be pain. probed and find out that, hey, you know, you're doing this yeah. for your pleasure. You yeah. Know, I want to make sure that, you know, they're, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, but it does, there's no pain involved. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. For sure. No, yeah. I, if. Oh, better. No, I was good. <laughs> I was just going to mention that he also he also mentioned to us about how um, there's hybrid people like people who are mixed with I guess alien like DNA and stuff like that. So there's it's they're not just um, you know regular people, but they're like hybrids, you know, of the two species. And like these people, I guess, are a little bit are able to have more communication or they they have more experiences with aliens because i guess these aliens are trying to like i don't want to say experiment but like go ahead no that they're they're creating like human hybrids but that's what i was i was gonna kind of bring back uh the guest that you had on ed that like her her grandmother also saw the aliens like a lot of the time it is generational like if you have a whole bunch of um you know alien encounters or, or maybe abductions or things like that usually somebody else in the family has also like had them and and they just like whether it's like a genetics thing or or something just but they link. usually like right. yeah and um that's kind of why the the thought popped up into my head as well because when he mentioned the grandmother and the 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 granddaughter yeah. I was like well maybe like that's same kind of situation that Craig had you know talked about mm-hmm. yeah yeah to me that was pretty fascinating the um the CE5, and that, that's what I was talking about, was that fascinates me because it, it gives you the chance to try and reach out. Um, so Dr. Greer has an app that you oh, can yeah. put on your phone. Um, it's called CE5. And what it does is it has directions on what you need to do. Um, it costs 10 bucks for the app. So this is where my skepticism came yeah. in. I'm like, Come on, dude, you couldn't put this out for free. You know? Yeah. But um it, it tells you um it has a locator when you put your city or address in, um, and it shows you everybody that has signed up in your area. So I I so I bought the app for ten bucks. I'm like, okay, nine ninety nine, I can do that. Um, and I did it and I was so surprised at all the people in my little oh, wow. area that were on this. My fear though, is what do you do? Do you start contacting these people and go, Hey, let's all go meet in a field somewhere. 
and and I hope to God Jason doesn't show up and decide he wants to axe murder me while I'm sitting here looking for UFOs like a dumbass. So, (laughs) no. Eyes closed, meditating. He just sneaks up behind you and like, yeah. So I've been real skeptical about doing this um, as much as I want to. So I'm I'm still working on whether I'm going to do this or not, but I just thought it, you know, real interesting. And in the movie, he does it um, with a bunch of people. And of course, nobody's going to kill them because they're all right there. But uh, that that's my only fear about that. But other than that, I thought it was, it was really interesting because you're transcending your mind into another area um, into space and you're getting a, an extraterrestrial to respond back to you. Um, and it's not the extraterrestrials that we think of. I don't think, um, when most people, when we're talking about an alien, you're thinking of this guy right here yeah. with the gray, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what they are grays with the big eyes and stuff. But I didn't realize, um, I bought a book the other day, which is called the, uh, extraterrestrial species almanac. I need okay. that in my life. <laughs> I, yeah, I did too. And I was real surprised because, um, and there, there it is there. And now that's it. right. You have an audio podcast. So I don't know if yeah. people can see yeah. this, but um, it, it was interesting because there's like 84 different kinds of species of aliens in here. Um, I was real fascinated with, and I don't know how many religious people you have on your podcast. And I don't know how many I have either, but one of the first pages was Jesus. It was I a guy that it. looks like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> in there and i'm like oh so jesus was an alien okay well that explains a lot about well i don't want to say what religions but um (laughs) but going through this it was so many um different species in here there there's angel species there's orbs there's reptilians there's uh, we talked about it on my show the other day was Mothman. I found out Mothman oh, yeah. mm-hmm. is an actual alien species in here. Slenderman? So, no. So, Slenderman's creepypasta. Slenderman? Uh, I don't know. I, he might be in here. I don't know. I have to go through them all again. But yeah, there yeah, was well, Mothman. I know that like the they were saying that Chupacabra could could be. Oh, nice. Could Who is be, it? Uh, Ch- uh, Chupacabra or Chupacabra. I don't know. <laughs> I always want to say it with a correctly, I guess, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I'd have to go. I haven't yeah. even read it all yet. Um, uh, there was a section here on men in black. Oh okay. yeah. Which, which if you really think about it, the men in black story is starting to make a lot of sense to me now. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they are actually in this book, um, which they are actual aliens as well. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously the movies came out, right? And then in the movies, they're an agency that, you know, is trying to... Handles aliens. Like, they're like the Border Patrol of of space aliens, I guess, or ICE of space aliens. Um, but the thing, after those movies came out and I heard about the Men in Black actually being a, a thing or whatever, I always heard that they were the aliens. Like, they, you know, not that they were controlling aliens or trying to, you know, round them up and stuff, but that they were the actual aliens themselves. Right. So, they always yeah, have, I always thought like, that paper white skin or like looks like they have wigs on and there's something off about them and everyone mm-hmm. always feels uncomfortable around them but they don't know why. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really weird because um 
until I started doing this, I again, and this is, I guess, my narrow-minded thinking was just like I thought there was only one Bigfoot. I always thought mm-hmm. there was only one type of alien, um, which is the grace, I mean, that came because that's all that you ever heard that was reported. And my last guest I had on the show, um, the show right after you guys, she had brought up about species as well. Um, and she had talked about the different species and she was amazed by this book as well, but she had talked about, um, a species that she had interacted with, which was a reptilian species called a raptor. Hmm. Which the raptor was, um, she described as almost the, the kind of raptors that were Jurassic Park, but she said these were the most genuine, helpful, kindest aliens that had a warm heart and they were here to help us. Mm-hmm. Whereas these grays are the ones that are not very nice. They're not, they're not here to help us. They're here to dominate us. <laughs> That's so, so odd. It, like, cause I, I've, I guess it's always like conflicting, but like I've heard the opposite, whereas the reptilians are because the reptilians are like the overlords, like the Clintons are (laughs) reptilians and like, you know, the queen is a reptilian and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's it's so crazy to to hear, I guess, people's different interactions with with these entities, because I know that it's like a theory that greys are actually like androids, essentially, like they're not the actual alien. They're just like a robot that the alien controls and that's why they just come off so cold or just like they don't care kind of thing um so i i i love hearing people's interactions with extraterrestrials because it's like it's mind-blowing like just tell me your stories i don't know if i'd ever want to have an experience myself well and that was the thing because i've always wanted to meet these kind because you watch like close encounters of the third kind and you see oh and they come out and they're oh yeah Yeah. they're so nice and you're like oh they're so cute (laughs) But yeah. little did I know, because um, her husband and her father-in-law were both in the military, and they were part of two alien battles, mm. according to her. Uh, the one in Dolce, uh, New Mexico, which is an underground um, alien base that we uh-huh. have, that we, I guess there are underground bases all over that we, the public, don't know about. And this particular base um, had grays at it and Mm. they were, it was a deal, supposedly a deal that was made with the government uh, to where they could abduct humans and do their experiments. But there was only, uh, they were only allowed a certain amount of them or whatever. And I guess they started getting a little greedy and started getting Mm -hmm. a little crazy. And so we had to step in according to them. And um, so a big battle happened that lasted probably 20 minutes, which was nothing. Um, And my question to her was, well, did we have the technology, you know, have we acquired technology that would let us battle? I mean, I can't imagine we're battling aliens with our primitive, what would be primitive weapons to them. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I've, I know that, that's a th- was it was it Carter President Carter mm-hmm. that they like uh, um, Valiant Thor 
like that he's not Thor as in like Marvel Thor, right. but there's a, an alien valiant Thor that came and was like, we'll trade you technology um, if you guys stop with the atomic bombs and stuff. And like they had to like strike a deal. But I, I know that it's also a thing that, we, that we've been approached by extraterrestrials like we'll trade you technology if you let us abduct people and do scientific stuff. So, And I just read a story the other day about Dwight D. Eisenhower, one of our presidents who he was on vacation in Florida and was taken from Florida and transferred to Edwards Air Force Base immediately. The response that the media got and everybody got was oh. he had a tooth issue oh, okay. and had to go it to the dentist. It was Eisenhower then, yeah. Yeah, and he signed a treaty. He was meeting with some aliens and signed a treaty. And mm-hmm. that... Um, treaty i think it's different from what you were talking about though but this was just supposed to be a peace treaty for some aliens that were coming to our planet so i don't know all the details i've been trying to research that to death but his great granddaughter and i'm trying to get her for my show because she knows this story mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i mean i'd love to find out is this a story that you know she got from her great grandfather or from yeah. her parents or whatever so it's interesting. Yeah, wow. I know, Eric, I started telling that, and Eric's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> this is one of those times where my head, well, my head, head's been hurting pretty much all day, but it's like my head's starting to go again. But it's it's like it's like when, when again, going back to what you said about the, the Jesus being an alien thing, um, our, our guest Wajid brought that up, and, like, it just, your mind just goes, because you're like... <laughs> <laughs> you don't think about it until he's he exp- like he says like yeah the star of bethlehem standing like over the stable is like wow a star isn't just you know hovering over a stable it was a you know alien spaceship that came and you know put this child on, yeah, on, right. on earth and and stuff like that so then you're like holy crap he is an alien and that's why he was able to do all these crazy things well, think about it, though. If you look back at the hieroglyphics from Egypt, um, a lot of the hieroglyphics that were written on the walls and stuff, if you look, they're cat people. They're they're different creatures. They're all worshiping something up. A lot of them, there is little spaceships. There's little things up there. Greek mythology, you know, we looked at everything from that as different gods, different things. Well, these could have been different aliens from different worlds, different species that are coming here that we're looking at us. We're looking at them like, oh, these are gods. These, these are people that can fly yeah. around. These are people that can do things that we can't do. And now, you know, in, in our day and age, we're looking at that like, oh, well, no, it was just a myth. Somebody <laughs> created that. Well, somebody had to create something. So yeah. they, you know, back in Egypt, they didn't think of a spaceship. I mean, where would that come from? Right. Yeah. I think yeah, it's I, just with our, like, as we evolve, I guess, as a society and as a, you know, whatever, we just become more and more jaded to things. And we're just, because, like, well, but we'll know, because even back then, like, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ was supposedly doing all these things and he was, you know, the the son of God and all this and all this stuff. And, and I mean, it, People didn't, obviously people didn't believe him. They crucified him, stuff like that. Right. But you think about it today, if somebody was, 
on this planet and they start saying i am the the son of of christ or i'm the son of god you know like nobody's gonna believe him and it's gonna yeah. be the same thing like you know i i mean obviously i don't think he's gonna be crucified but yeah he's probably medicated. gonna be medicated put in a mental <laughs> hospital and locked away for you know however long he lives and you know? nobody will find out about it exactly yeah. so i mean we could have had the second coming of the of the messiah and and you know he, we locked his ass up in a mental hospital because he was <laughs> saying crazy shit you know what yep. i mean so it's it's just and and again that that goes back to like the whole wh- why we feel like the paranormal and and these all the, all these things don't go anywhere they don't lead anywhere they don't become like um actual no, sciences yeah. science sciences studies. yeah yeah studies. Studies. So, yeah because <laughs> You know, people are just so skeptical. They don't believe. And the thing is, like you mentioned as well, that people just try and turn a profit or they try and fake things and pass it off as, you know, paranormal events, whether they be aliens, Bigfoot, um, ghosts or whatever. And so people become even more skeptical and they're like, ah, it's just a money grab, like you said, or these shows are garbage. You know, we don't believe in this stuff. So it becomes harder to validate your what you're finding, you know, um, like our other guest, uh, Tom, he's, he's, he was a paranormal investigator as well. He's like, you know, nobody can, nobody's ever going to believe, you know, what you have as far as evidence is concerned, because there's always going to be that person that's like, why well, wasn't there? So how do I know it's real? You know, you right. pick up an EVP is like, well, how do I know there wasn't somebody in the room that, you know, was talking at that moment, you know, uh, you can, you know, that you, you experienced that, you know, that it happened or, you know, how it happened, but that person wasn't there. So they all, they always have that, you know, they're always able to just be like, nah, it's, it's not real because I wasn't there. And it's like, well, you know, then that's fine. So at that point, like, you just kind of have to like, okay, well, I had my experiences. I know what I experienced, you know, so F all of you, you know, and stuff <laughs> right. like that. but, exactly. but then it doesn't, it doesn't allow, you know, the, like the, the paranormal investigations or the Bigfoot investigations to continue or become like this, actual science that people want to study or this field that people want to study because everybody's skeptical. Right. You know, so. And that, I think that's the thing that gets me the most and probably why I do this, the show that I do and probably it's the same for you guys, why you do the show you do, regardless of all the people that are trying to discredit and stuff like that. I still want to get people's opinion. I want them to share. I want to hear mm-hmm. their stories. I want them to, to know that they can they can tell their stories so yeah i actually wanted to bring something up um because you said you weren't super into ghosts and spirits and stuff like that but you are super into bigfoot and and we i mean i guess being into both but maybe more so paranormal um somebody i can't remember now where i was i Okay, so I'm pretty sure it was a podcast called Bigfoot Collectors Club. Have you ever heard of it? Ed? I have not, but I will go you, look for it now. <laughs> it is my it is my favorite favorite like favorite podcast of all time. I don't know. I I like the dynamic of the guys. They're hilarious and um anyway, but and and they don't just talk about Bigfoot. They talk about kind of all things paranormal. Right. Um but Bigfoot obviously like there's one host that loves Bigfoot in particular. Actually also does Expedition Bigfoot is he's on that tv show he's the host okay but anyway um so they had some other guests on that 
and actually I think it was that episode that they talked about like the spider web effect kind of thing it all being on the same web of things was that a lot of the things that Bigfoot does poltergeists do also so like you hear knocking in the forest and a lot of the times poltergeists will knock in the house and like you hear or things get like thrown around or moved around and then it's like things will happen in the house when and you blame it on a poltergeist like stuff happens like that in the forest and like you don't see any of it happening um and so they're just calling bigfoot what if like bigfoot and poltergeist are the same thing but one's in the forest and one is in a home kind of thing and there's they made all these other connections but i was just like i'd never even thought of that poltergeist of the bigfoot being the poltergeist of the of the forest it it makes sense well and <laughs> It makes sense to me too, because that's what we talked about was the spider web thing. Cause I never would have thought that Bigfoot could have been an alien. Yeah. Okay. And my guess I had on last night, Mark, um, he, uh, wrote a book on Bigfoot and I brought that question up to him. So, mm-hmm. um, I said, well, do you think that Bigfoot could be an alien? And his first reaction was no. Huh. And I said, why? He's like, well, I don't picture them traveling to space. You know, they're primitive creatures. Um, what he finds is these little, these well, not little, but these structures that they build. Uh, mm-hmm. And he believes that these structures are how they communicate um, with other Bigfoots. He said they, they travel in families. They travel in packs. He said these things are always, they're different each ones he sees, some some look the same, but then he'll go back and look at them again, like in a week or so, and they've changed. Hmm. So they're almost like giving uh, other Bigfoots information. It's how they talk. But he's heard the knocking. He's heard the howls. He's heard the different things. Um, he's had some, taken some blurry pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and again, I'm like, the blurry pictures are killing me. Yeah. I was gonna say maybe he should have he maybe he should put some trail cams on those structures that he finds and see if I brought that you know. up too and he said yeah. that that believe it or not they're very intelligent yeah he said they have been watching us for years so they know when we're coming they know what a trail cam is mm-hmm. and so if they know that a trail cam they just don't go there they won't go in that area which yeah. makes sense which I said to him well then if they're that intelligent. They could be aliens. Yeah. I mean, just because they look like Chewbacca does not yeah. mean, you know, that they couldn't be an alien. Yeah. Um, they could have been dropped off. They could have been, um, the way they live, and this is a theory too, is they could have been the lower level slaves or something from another alien planet that mm. they they just got discarded here. And that's mm. why they're here. What if they came in the meteorite that they killed the dinosaurs? And that could be too. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's yeah. There's so many theories it could be, but yeah. I don't know. I and, yeah. and I want to know. I just somebody tell me, give me these answers. I mean, I like not that I want to contradict, you know, somebody who studied them, but I, I still, I mean, I, I don't, I can't see how that's not a possibility. Them traveling in packs and then building these things and stuff like that. But just the the whole interdimensional thing as well. Like it just seems very probable as far as like a reason for why we never see them or again these these uh trail cams if they know that they're there like it's like well i'll just you know 
plop in and out of this dimension onto this other side and, you know, <laughs> never get seen. You know what I mean? That's what I was thinking too. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's again, but it goes back to the, if we don't have more people, like he's, you know, he's one person. I mean, I know there's a lot of people out there, but it's not um, like in science where you put out a, a, a peer, you know, a report to be peer reviewed. And then you have a whole bunch of Bigfoot experts, I guess, quote unquote experts looking at this and being like, you know, arguing over this and saying, okay, yes, this and that, and then validating that research. You know what I mean? So right. we don't have that for any of this. I don't think, you yeah, know, we don't. So there's it's no difficult. Bigfoot expert. There's no UFO mm-hmm. expert. There's no paranormal experts. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause nobody has ever caught a Bigfoot, studied it and did research to that. Right. Nobody's ever got an alien. Well, the government might, they might have all that, but <laughs> yeah. they're not telling us. Well, have you heard? Have you heard the conspiracy theory about the government knowing about Bigfoot and actually like having information and, and like working with Bigfoot? Like, there's there's a certain base that I can't remember. I wish I was better at retaining information. But, um, that they they interacted constantly with with the Bigfoot family, and like they all the there were certain people that were supposed to know about it. And like, I guess like the, the guys below them that they weren't supposed to know. And if they ever saw the Bigfoot, like they would get pulled aside and like, you're not allowed to talk about it. You can't mention it. You know, nothing about this. Keep your mouth shut. But um, I can't remember what kind of relationship, whether it was that they're like alien or it was just like, they knew about them. They existed. And that, and that was they just let it be kind of thing. But it was it's a certain military base where, where this all took place. And again, I wish I knew. But yeah, there's that. Con- Mark like- talks about that in his book. He talks about the CIA being involved. Oh, OK. Yeah. With Bigfoot. So so that just see that just validated yeah, yeah. your your okay, story. There you so, go. For sure. Um, and I hadn't gotten to that chapter in his book yet. So but as soon as I do, I'll message you and let you know. Yes. What it says. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. But yeah. So that's I mean, anything is possible. I mean. When you're looking at at the big picture and all this, everything could be intertwined. Um, You know, we talked about this before. You you have to be ignorant to think that we're the only living Mm -hmm. things in this entire universe, solar system, whatever, that we're the only intelligent things here. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. For sure. Yeah. And then definitely, too, like um, just there has to be different species as well. Cause I mean, if there's one species like on one side of the universe, you know, or in another galaxy or whatever, then there has, you, there just has to be like, they can't all look the same. You know what I mean? Like, but right. it's, it's not something you think about until like you really start to think about it. Well, and I never thought of that until I started doing this and then I'm finding that book and stuff. And then yesterday I, when I was talking to, or uh, last week when I was talking to Joanne about this, I said to myself, I'm like, you know, I never thought that there would be so many different species, but if I look at this planet, how many different races do we have on this planet? Yeah. For okay. Sure. We're not all the same. We, we're all, we're all humans, but mm-hmm. we're all different kinds of humans. Um, yeah. So. Well, then, then just our animals too, like how many different species of creature live on this planet, you know? Yeah. So, exactly. so yeah, and, and like you mentioned sense. that like, about Bigfoot, you know, Bigfoot could have been some sort of creature from like some sort of gorilla, you know, but like for uh, gorillas are intelligent, super intelligent creatures, right? Yep. You know, but living on a planet where there's even higher intelligence, 
this Bigfoot is considered an ape, uh, you know, just a mindless ape on that planet because they're not as far advanced as that one. So, you know, maybe like you said, it is an alien ape from another planet that got transported in, onto this planet and stuff like that. So it's just, oh my, I don't know why I got chills with that. But. I know. <laughs> well, and, and if you think about it too, as far as Bigfoots go, there's different kinds of them as well. Because yeah. if you if you look in Florida, there's one called the skunk ape. Skunk ape, And they yeah. smell and they're different looking. You go to um, Yeti, Alaska or Yeti, Klondike or whatever, the Yeti. Snowman. And there's Yoma in um, Australia. So there's different ones throughout the world. Yeah. So again, yeah, it could be a whole planet of Bigfoots that we didn't know about that have different races like we do that live yeah. in different geographical areas on their planet. And so that's why, or something might've happened on their planet where they had to come here. We yeah, don't know. That too. You're going to have to do a lot of editing on your part, Eric. Thanks to your cat. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Well, the good well, thing is she was doing it while I'm not talking. Yeah, yeah that's for the true. most part. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, well, then I want to ask uh, a final question, or I don't know if if you still have more time. I definitely don't want to keep I you plenty of time. Whatever you want. Okay. So, so what what's your opinion on disclosure? Like, do you actually think that we're going to get anything anytime soon, or do you think this kind of just happens in cycles where? They're like, yeah, we're going to tell you all the information and then like nothing happens and it just kind of dies out. Or do you think we might actually get information this time around? No, I don't believe we're going to get information. I think, and this is my opinion, honest opinion, I think the government has technology. They have a lot of things that we don't know about. Um, there's a lot of secret government programs that are funded that even the presidents don't don't know and mm -hmm. and no president every president that goes into office says oh i'm going to get all the information <laughs> but you have to think that those presidents the longest they're going to be there is eight years they're temporary employees yeah the 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 powers to be are not going to give a temporary employee all this information yeah. so and that's why they don't get it um i believe we have technology right now that could change so much in our lives but Big corporate, big government, and all that are not ever going to let that happen because it would change dynamically for everybody. The government's going to let out what they're going to let out um, for us to see. Um, I believe that they've created this myth that aliens, if they ever come here, which I already believe that they're probably already here or have been here, but they've created this myth that aliens, if they come here, they're coming here to attack us. That's why mm -hmm. every movie that comes out is aliens versus us. Yeah. And we're fighting them. Independence Day was the biggest one. I mean, you, you watch that movie and you think as a human, Oh, I got to be afraid of aliens if they ever kind of come here and attack, yeah. but we don't, we can't think like that. Are there going to be bad aliens? I'm sure. But if there's this many different species of aliens, there's going to be aliens that are here to help us and protect us. So, yeah, my personal opinion, I don't believe the government is ever going to share their information. I think it's going to take some people that are willing to almost die mm. for the information that they have to get out. And it's going to have to get out in mass media quick so that the government can't stop them. Yeah. And then, and then, and then you have to, you know, wonder if it comes out in the media, if people are even going to believe it, you know? Yeah. Correct. Well, and it's so funny cause I was reading 
something today about that too. All the good stories about aliens and stuff that ever happened, you're not going to find on the local newspaper or the local news. Those are the other ones that you find on those are the ones that the government are, are letting you read. You want to find out the real stories, go pick up the National Enquirer, those rag magazines that you find at the grocery store. I used to read those those as a kid. Those are probably (laughs) the ones that are telling the truth because nobody's going to believe it. So they can print true stories and everybody's going, oh, yeah, it's the National Enquirer. We don't believe that. But it's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. I remember remember, uh, we used to go to HEB. Uh, It's a, a, I don't. I think it's only Gross- a Texas thing, right? Texas it's a grocery, grocery store. Thing. Yeah. Right. Grocery chain. Um, and in the magazine section, I used to see the, like the national Enquirer, and I guess, and I just, I just remembered this right now when you started bringing it up, but I used to ask my mom to buy, buy them for me. Like I, I didn't buy a whole bunch of them. I think maybe I did it for a few weeks and that was right. about my extent of buying the national Enquirer. But I mean, some of the stuff in there was pretty crazy. Like this one lady, I married Bigfoot and just, <laughs> crazy stuff like that so i mean but, but yeah i remember say it didn't happen right, you know? right you know? yeah <laughs> but I, I i remember picking those up and it's just like some of the stories in there like they like i said they they were pretty crazy but you know i would like kill you said, to have some of those stories on my podcast yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean Seriously. i would literally love to have some of those people I mean, yeah. matter of fact i might have to just go get the national inquiry yeah. so i can't contact some of that yeah because some mm-hmm. of those stories were just you know i gave birth to a an alien baby or a bigfoot or whatever yeah mm-hmm. okay well isn't that isn't that what they did in in men in black like as well like they they, they would look at the <laughs> national Enquirer and those like race exactly. crazy magazines uh. to find those stories i think yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. so i mean how much and, and if you think about how much is hollywood true to life mm-hmm. um i read uh, a report that said a lot of the stuff that you see in star wars and star trek and stuff we have the technology we've already done that stuff yeah. And so that stuff's already out there. So Hollywood's just portraying these things and, and somebody in Hollywood has an inside track on some of this stuff. They're like, okay, let's make this movie because it's going to be so unbelievable. Nobody's going to believe that mm. the government has this yeah. stuff, Yeah, but we do. I definitely think you should, you should talk to Wajid if you have, if you ever have a chance and you want to have him on, I think you'd, because we actually had this conversation with him as well about how, you know, the, in Hollywood or just comic books and stuff like that. Some of the stuff that he was bringing up, I I always tell him that I always associate a lot of this alien stuff with the comic books because everything that I've been hearing, I've, I've seen it before, but in, in comics or in video games and stuff like that. And, uh, it was very interesting. He was, he was, he was mentioning that about the connection that the people, like a lot of people in Hollywood do have with this. and, And that's why they write about these stories and stuff like that. And, again it's because you 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 hear them and or you see it and you're like it's hollywood you know like this is what you know it's fake. Fantasy. yeah it's fake and right and this whole time you could be receiving like seeing or they're showing you things that have actually happened or or could happen or exist in in this you know universe and, and you're just going to dismiss it because it's a movie you know what i mean right right so yeah, it's yeah, it's amazing. My mind, see my mind. Now you got my my head hurting. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's uh, I, I guess kind of bringing it because this question has been on my mind since you said it about um, con- like contacting aliens and like your CE five. Yeah, CE five. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, 
because I have always wanted to because I've, I've I watched that same documentary and everything and I was like oh I don't know like I want to but I feel like I distinctly remember having that thought and kind of opening myself up to it and being like okay if anything is out there that wants to like communicate in that way blah 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 like come see me kind of thing and I was like right. yeah I, I can do this I got this and then I had a dream that night of like I can still see it it was a taller alien brown like leathery not reptilian but like leathery kind of scaly skin with like dark eyes and it was like hunched over and it was just one like hunched over like coming up like from the foot of my bed like up to my face all right like typical how you would imagine it or how it usually happens in movies I feel like and I started freaking out and I was like I don't want this I don't want this I can't handle it and like the moment the moment I started freaking out in my dream it turned into my dog who also happens to be brown and it was just her laying on my chest. And I was like, what? And then, and then I woke up from that dream and then it was, I was like, well, that was weird. But I had specifically set that, that night, like my intention going to bed that night was like, you know what? Like, I think I'm ready. Like if something wanted to make contact and like, let's communicate kind of thing. And then when it actually started happening, I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> and it, well, and it and the changed. So, I mean, reptilians were all automatically and hit, and this is what we do as a society we judge things we don't even know yet but yeah. in our minds a reptilian were were um we're comparing that to a snake mm-hmm. which in the bible is snake is evil it's evil. bad uh, we're we're looking at um the creature from the black lagoon yeah things like that and we're we're associating the reptilian species as a negative bad species and we don't even really know know? yeah so your your fear could could um keep you from actually meeting the probably the best alien in the whole world probably or (laughs) or it could just eat you and we don't know so yeah that too well then i i kind of because okay since we're talking about aliens and I guess this would have been one that I could have waited to tell you on the show, but since we're talking about aliens and, and your intro, um, if you guys watch it on YouTube where you had the little three aliens are kind of just like moving uh-huh. around, like, okay, I had that dream. Like that triggered me. Like that little video triggered me. Cause I was like, no, <laughs> cause I had a very similar dream. Again, I've, I've had a, a few like alien dreams like this and it always, but this one was extra weird because I was in a dream. I was having a dream and I woke up from from that dream. Something was chasing me in my dream, right? And so I woke up from that dream like, oh shit, like, okay, it was a dream. I got away from it. And then all of a sudden my bedroom door like creaks open slowly and I was like, they're here. Whatever was chasing me in my dream, it found me here, but I'm awake and it's in my room. And I just see it was two aliens instead of the three but smaller, they looked like grays, like big. I mean, literally, like your your little clip that that's in the beginning, like your intro, and they just like start coming up to me, like and and I'm paralyzed at this point in my bedroom, paralyzed in my bed, and these little two aliens are like coming at me, and I started freaking out. And the moment they got like right up in my face, I actually woke up from my dream, and was in the same position, like but in the same position as in like facing the ceiling, but. Remember how we talked about like waking up in weird positions that yes. we don't normally. Okay, so I was like perfectly flat, like 
again, tucked in kind of thing with my, and I don't sleep on my back. I'm, I'm a side sleeper or on my stomach. And I woke up flat on my back in the same position that I was like in my dream within a dream, I guess, kind of thing. Right. And this time I woke up, my bedroom door was closed and I actually woke up and it just, but yeah, that little video clip in the beginning of, of your intro, like with those, I was like, it, it was exactly like, I was like, I've dreamt this before and it was terrifying. Sorry. So I don't, I don't know if we talked about this before Michelle, but, uh, was this before or after you were seeing that small shadow in your window? Mm, I don't remember. It was during all that. I really don't remember. And you said that those last ones were small? Yeah. Like like the one, the first initial one that I that like turned into my dog that I was like, no, I'm not ready. That was, I could tell was like a taller one because it was like hunched over like to, to get down close to me kind of thing. And then, yeah, this these other two smaller ones, like they were more like the little guy on your microphone, like little grays. Um, they didn't have any, it didn't seem like they had clothes, but it was just like mostly, you know, big head, big eyes. And they didn't have to really crouch down because they were, I don't so, know. So now party. that makes me wonder if that little shadow was maybe not something in ghost related, but more something the aliens. aliens. Me to fall well, asleep. And that, yeah, mm-hmm. and that could be. I, we, well, we talked about that too. I'll, Again, the intertwining of the paranormal could be aliens visiting. The one that you talked about, Eric, coming to your door that you thought was a ghost, and we were like, "Um, maybe it could have been an alien visiting you." Yeah, you know. So, I mean, again, we just don't know. We have way too many questions and not enough answers for these things. Well, that's what I said. Like the the longer I do this podcast, thinking that I'm going to have questions answered, I just have more questions yeah, <laughs> instead I've yet of answers. Yeah, I have a question answered yet. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay, that, yeah. Again, I have more questions. So, yeah, yeah it was very, very interesting. <laughs> it was again, super thanks, awesome. To, thanks, to thanks have. for having me on here. I appreciate it. Yeah, this, like I said, this was kind of weird doing it from this end. So, but yeah, we really enjoyed having you on. Uh, and I mean, I'm sure there's more, a lot more that we could talk. I'm sure we could go for two, three hours, but oh yeah, probably. Uh, so we're more than more than likely gonna have to have you back on again as well. So oh, that's fine. Anytime, just mm-hmm. let me know. I appreciate it. Is there anything that you would like to promote? I know other than your podcast, but anything? Yeah, that no, you'd they like could to- just go. Yeah. They could find me on YouTube at Sullivan Experience, is where I have the video podcasts and. Um, all the other podcasts, wherever you guys get yours, they can visit my uh, Ed Sullivan experience.com and they can get my podcast from there as well. So, but that's all I have for promoting, you know, that's it. Awesome. So, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. simple right now. <laughs> great. Now, well, again, thank you for being on. It's always super, super great to talk to like-minded people. So yeah, it is. appreciate thank it. You again, I appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. So keep doing what you're doing and, Keep sharing. Will do. Thank you. You too, for sure. Thanks. All right, guys. That was our guest, Ed Sullivan, from the Ed Sullivan Experience. And, I mean, he might as well just be part of this podcast because, yeah. Yeah. I think we basically have the same show, but different perspectives. Because, again, like he's mentioned, we've had a little bit more of, like, ghost encounters on ours it, we haven't we, and then now we've had some more aliens but we hadn't had any talk about bigfoot 
So it's kind of cool being able to to talk about that now because it was a topic that I'm still kind of like, I mean, I know like all the stuff like, you know, but, uh, you know, the stuff that you've heard about when you were young, when we were kids and stuff like that, like that's like my limited knowledge on Bigfoot. And it was, it was cool to hear a little bit more different things. And I mean, I'm looking forward to having more people on who have either researched or, you know, have more knowledge on Bigfoot to kind of dive deeper into that, you know? For sure. That, that would, that would be great. Or any, any sort of cryptids would be super awesome. Any experts in cryptid field. But um, I would also really actually like to have a psychic on. Like how cool would, would it be to, to do like a psychic reading on air mm-hmm. and record that? Might have to try and do that. But um, no, it was it was a lot of fun. And I'm so glad that that he was able to to come on our show after being on his. So. But yeah, guys, so if, if you want to get a hold of us, you know, our website is webelievedyou.com. We have a section there where you can contact us. You can send us topics. You can let us know what you uh, about your stories. If you want to be interviewed, you can find all our social media links. You can also click the link there and find everywhere you can listen to our podcast. Don't forget, we also do have merch if you guys feel so inclined to buy a t-shirt or a hoodie, or a cap, or stickers. Or make a donation. Or make a donation, uh, you know, because, again, this this podcast is free for you guys, but, you know. It's not free for us to make. Right. So, if you want, go ahead and click those links. Don't forget to contact us, share your stories with us, because we believe. Do you? 